0: Welcome back to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I got the right show
1: this time.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm your host, Brian. And you know who's with me, my brother Nez. What's up, man?
1: Yo, tonight's the night we get in some shit. Deep cover on the incognito tip. Oh, man, this movie's (laughs) fucking hell of fresh, man. I remember the first time uh, we went and seen it. Uh, one of my buddies, he worked at a drive in. Like, oh man, you got to go see this movie. So we went down there and we watched it. And I was like, fuck, oh, man, that shit was hella good. And this is like early, early. Um, I think he changed his name to Lawrence by then because he wasn't uh, Larry Fishburne like he Or was he Larry <laughs> Fishburne in this? I mean, I, I do remember. He might have been. But, uh, no,
0: I know he was Larry Fishburne. Uh, dream was it? Yeah.
1: And uh, but. Um, I mean, he's done so many good films, as well as Jeff Goldblum, but I'd have to say this is probably my favorite uh, film that both of them have done. I mean, especially Jeff Goldblum. We've seen him be the comedic role or or serious role, and and then he's all over the place, but he was, he was a little ruthless in this one, so Mm -hmm. I thought this movie was awesome. When did you first see this? Uh...
0: Well, if nobody's really figured it out yet, we're talking about deep cover.
1: Do what you want to... Boys in the
0: Hood's Larry Fishburne has a new job. You got real lucky today. He's got to think like a criminal. It's not 10 kilos we want 20.
1: I don't trust you. Act
0: like a dealer. Where you moving this stuff? Do Macy's to gimbals? And be the best cop on these streets.
1: <laughs> Featuring new
0: music by Dr. Dre. <laughs> Rated R opens Wednesday at a theater near like you.
1: Uh,
0: let me let me uh, go through the quick little synopsis as you you know we usually do. Got to go got to go to the Googles first. David Jason is the biggest drug dealer in Los Angeles, is he? Oh. Uh, Russell <laughs> Russell Stevens is an undercover cop who wants to bring him down. Posing as a dealer, Stevens begins to earn his trust of the L.A. drug underworld, eventually making his way to Jason himself. But along the way, he has to take his cover to depths he never thought he would have to see, including selling drugs and going to great lengths to eliminate potential competitors for Jason's drug cartel. It wasn't his drug cartel.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's see. IMDb. Yep, short and sweet. A uniformed cop is recruited by a drug dealer enforcement agent to infiltrate a drug smuggling ring looking to expand the operation. And uh, let's see, this came out in 1992. Yep, he was listed as Larry Fishburne, Jeff Goldblum, Charles Martin Smith, directed by the legendary... Bill Duke. And the first time I seen this, I was, oh gosh, I was young, but it wasn't because of the movie. Uh, One of, one of my, my boys, uh, like his, his older brother was telling us about this, this, this new rapper coming out named Snoop Doggy Dog. And he was on this song with Dr. Dre and he played us a song and we were like, you know, what, what is this off of? And then, he was telling us, oh, it's a movie called Deep Cover, and that's how I got introduced to the movie, and I love this movie. Um, I think more so for uh, Jeff Goldblum because of where his characters kind of started and where it progressed at the end. It was a big switch from how he was acting in the beginning to the end, and um, Larry Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, I, I liked his character, but there was a Couple questionable moments. Why, why were you acting like that? But, um, yeah, the there was a uh, there was some good action in here, a lot of quotable lines, and, um, overall, good movie, man.
1: Yeah, um, I thought everybody in it, uh, was good. I mean, th- I've seen this uh, just multiple times, but watching it this time, uh, so as, as 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 a young guy growing up watching just like t v mainly um what was it good time getting no, on that good time sanford and son um mm-hmm. guzman renee uh i can't even pronounce his a I think that's how you say his last name oh no, no 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 i'm sorry i'm i'm confusing him with someone else there's a guy he was in uh, sanford and son he was um This on IMDb, it's not in any kind of (laughs) order. (laughs) Um, He was the main uh, drug dealer guy that um, Jeff Goldblum was dealing with before. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Felix Barbosa. Yeah, Gregory Sierra. Um, I mean, seeing him in, in earlier roles, but then watching this as he popped up into it, I just thought it was awesome also uh Sydneydney uh, he he's a gopher uh, for those of you uh, alligator fans, he was the guy that was uh putting the, bringing in the dogs to the to the scientists people so they can do tests on him. plus he's been in oh yeah, he was in a shit ton of movies, but um uh, Barbosa, I didn't <laughs> I, mainly because I've seen him in a lot of comedic roles. Uh, the first time watching this, and even this time, I was like, I didn't. I wasn't buying him as this rough and tough uh drug dealer. And yes, yeah, especially that one
0: scene when they're doing the, the hand slap game. Yeah, I'm like, is he hurting you that bad? <laughs> Come on, Jeff Goldblum, you're you're a pretty fucking big guy.
1: Yeah, and especially Jeff Goldbl- Goldblum as David Jason. He was was he a lawyer? What what was he? I mean. Cause he would seem like he was all over the place with his business.
0: Yeah. He was a lawyer. Uh, I think. uh, Yeah. I think he was a lawyer by day and that was like basically his cover and he was uh, handling his business
1: at night. Yeah. I mean, because what this film was, I mean, I loved uh, the, the whole thing on um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character he was um Russell stevens and i uh, also played uh john hull once he went to uh, deep cover uh cuz he grew up with a drug addict mom and a drug addict dad and he, he was uh, just out there stick up kid and all this and seeing his his dad um just do drugs as well as his mom growing up and like um Watching his dad be murdered for for robbing a uh, liquor store. I mean, this was all right in the very beginning. And uh, while he's narrating uh, the story, saying that he just because of what he grew up with and what he had seen, this is the type of stuff that he was just not going to be a part of. So he wanted to do good for his community. And then he became a police officer. So. But he's, he's approached by a, a DEA special agent, uh, Gerald Carver, uh, and just basically telling him that, look, we, we need you to go undercover and try to just stop this uh, little drug ring that was going on in L.A. I mean, it, they, those drug ring guys made it seem like they were small-time, mm-hmm. uh, except uh, for the, the main guy that comes in later on. But, I mean, th- I mean that, that scene... Uh, was kind of rough. I mean, and what uh, when when they had the uh the interviews uh, to find? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference between a uh, a black man and a uh, an N word? Uh, I won't say it, but you guys know what he what he means. And uh, Pinky was one of those guys. <laughs> one of the- yeah. He 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 didn't know. Which <laughs> is clearly the wrong answer. I like that other guy, the one big officer. He just stood up and grabbed him <laughs> and pulled him the he's like who the fuck
0: you think you're talking to?
1: <laughs> um but that guy, he is a director. He also directed or he directed um the classic film uh Trick, Trick or Treat, not Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, the one with the the they say it's a heavy metal horror film. Ah, come on. It's more like just a a hard rock film. But it's an awesome film for those of you who have seen it. But he directed that one. Plus he was also an American graffiti and Starman and a bunch of other things. What the hell is his name? Um You know what I'm talking about. Um Damn it. There's like no pictures for anybody either. Um, yeah, Charles Martin Smith, uh, he, he's, he was the, um, the DEA agent guy, uh, basically trying to find, uh, an officer to, to go undercover, to, to stop this drug deal. So, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, cause when he asked him that question, he said, uh, N word, uh, would be the one to answer that question. And uh he was like, "All right, cool, so he, he 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 picks him to to be a part of this, so he sends him to l a to just try to get into the the underground of of how how all the drug dealers are there was even a young uh kane from um minister society he was he was uh one of the street kids Did you yeah i seen him i seen him <laughs> yeah a couple couple scenes, no words No. Uh, you just had him in the background. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this movie I mean, I've seen I've seen this, I mean, in 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 real life dealing with mm-hmm. uh, the the drugs and everything. And the part that that gets me every time I watch this, or even this last watch was the uh the neighbor that um uh mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne had he had to move into this uh little rundown hood apartment and his neighbor was this uh I think she was puerto Rican and she was just a drug addict she just wanted i mean this is kind of right into the into the crack era and she was just yeah. i need i need she just needed drugs she needed crack mm-hmm. she was willing to sell her son for like two thousand dollars or something like that yeah, i think her name was Belinda yeah I mean that shit is fucking oh man i'm I didn't know anybody that, that that was that scandalous, but uh, I had, I had seen it and I, I just, I don't like it when, when I see it. Um, So that, that part was just like, oh man, I mean, I, I, I just don't like it. Cause I, and I see, mm-hmm. I see my friend's mom doing that. And she was just like embarrassed by her mom being a, drug addict and I was like oh man I mean it was just I mean this this stuff was all around us and I mean I'm I'm, I'm like uh Lawrence Fishburne's character in this I mean I saw it so much it made me not want to do it I don't I don't see the enjoyment in it or any I mean I got high <laughs> as fuck with everybody yeah but now it's just weed but I didn't mess with all the hard-ass drugs that were out there and that are still out mm-hmm. there I just I just didn't didn't mess with that. I mean a lot of my friends were out there selling and, and, and doing it as well. But I just I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go this direction and just stick with weed and, and all that and get my drink on and but never messed with all that stuff. So but so, so but watching these films, especially these films that were made around this time a lot like this and in New Jack City, that dealing with the whole crack uh era as well. Um, I'm gonna have to do that on something at some point. Um, but that, that type of stuff in this film, I mean, cause it, it, like, like he, he's going deep cover to bring down this drug, these drug lore, drug kingpins or whatever that, that are going on in LA. So I, I loved all that, how he just had to, to, to get into that mindset. I mean, it, it was good for him. I mean, I, thinking about it, he's seen it growing up, so he knew he knew the rules. He knew the game, so I think that would, that helped him a lot to go in to do it. But you could see that he was struggling uh, throughout the film. of I, I want I I became a police officer to to stop this type of stuff. Now look at me. Here I am out here selling drugs to to, to my own people, people that look like me. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean that 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 must have been rough and tough. But I mean to be a police officer, period. I mean that that takes a lot. But to be, uh, undercover agent like this guy was to go really undercover, to just get out there a, a, into the shit and everything to deal with all this. I mean I think it was just um, it takes a different kind of person to yeah. to not care to do it. Yeah,
0: better. I I think it's like. Or people that go undercover, I think it's like mandatory. They have to go see like a, a psychiatrist after, or a psych, psychologist, or I don't know the difference between either one, but I think they have to go seek some kind of counseling after because they get so far deep into it, like they forget who they really are.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of movies like this. I mean, did you see that movie Narc with yeah. um, the Jason Patrick and
0: mm-hmm. Buster Rams? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the fuck's his name from Goodfellas? Henry. Uh, uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that too, man. I mean, they. <clears throat> you you go so far in, in, into this. I mean, to where you gotta do the drugs. I mean, if you listen to this song, I mean, Deep Cover by Dre and Snoop. I mean, they tell. I mean, in the right, in the beginning of the song. Man, they're smoking weed and he's like here man hit this and he's like nah man I can't even fuck with it and he's like man I've been dealing with you for three fucking months. You ain't never hit the pipe in front of me yet. And So like, what you're saying I think you 5-0. ain't no motherfucking cop. would well, hit this shit then and the, that ill ass beat kicks in. I mean out of everything Dre and Snoop have done to me this is the definitive Dre and Snoop. It's the very first track they've ever done together from, from my knowledge. I, I could be wrong don't quote me on it but that song, it the, the beat is just fucking smooth as fuck and it's ill. And it's simple. They didn't need to pile all kinds of shit on top of it. I know we're supposed to be talking about the movie, but that song is stuck in my <laughs> head. They didn't pile so much junk onto the today's. I mean, if you listen to today's hip hop, to me, in my opinion, today's hip-hop is garbage. But anyway, um, it it's <laughs> just it was awesome. And just uh, the smooth ass smooth ass lyrics, smooth-ass lyrics uh, of Snoop. I mean, it it was just it fucking it made sense. If you guys don't know if you should have heard this song by now, but if you don't read the lyrics to what they're saying in the song and it goes right along with this film. So, I mean, I don't even know if they even saw the film uh before they did the, the before they did the track. But I mean it went it went right along with it. I mean it was it was just I mean the whole soundtrack for this album or for this for this film is good. But um once uh John Hole or uh Russell Stevens um Lawrence Fishburne Larry Fishburne once he once he gets into it i mean he like really dives into it it's funny to watch these old 90s movies because of the the style of the clothing um I said it on the last. I'm still wearing the same shit I wore when, in the '80s and '90s, but <laughs> I was never a flashy dresser, and I just it, it just wasn't me. But looking at the hairstyles, uh, as well as all the all the clothing and and the shoes and everything, everybody's got to look fitted in this. What was the one dude? Um, I assume he was a the uh, the rival uh, drug oh, dealer, uh, Ivy. That fool. <laughs>
0: yeah, they always quoting uh, Arnold. I uh-huh. was like, "I'll be Bach." <laughs> you seen that movie? You can run it out of your local video store. I'll be Bach. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?"
1: Yeah, he made me laugh, man. But um, he he just went a little overboard. I mean, but that I mean that that character is real. I mean, that was how mm-hmm. uh, my buddy's uncle was exactly like that—big and buff, hella chains talk tell his shit never ever saw him get into any scraps or anything but I think he was just his look was intimidating so everyone left him alone
0: but that guy was talking shit all the way till he died
1: yeah he did
0: his last words was you fucking bitch
1: <laughs> cuz i mean even that scene because when he uh that the rival drug dealer and once you step into someone's territory i mean he he was no he was straight up about it man he blasted um one of uh, John Hole's uh, one of one of his girls one one that was out there uh, selling for him mm-hmm. and he was trying to talk and that fool just rolled right up and blew her blew her brains out
0: and then his chick was down for him too the the little blonde chick
1: yeah she was and she was uh, the driver she burned out I don't even know what kind of car that was I think it was a little convertible Mustang or something but. But when he when he had to come across him again, because uh, that was kind of their their main rival. I mean, there there wasn't a bunch of different uh, drug dealers in this. Um, there were if there was, they were just all little small time guys. But he w- was trying to bring down the big the big bosses because uh, in this story, there's two. There was um, uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, Barbosa. Well, he was the was he the main one or was he the
0: no he he was oh, the first okay. one he was and the then small they guy. had to then they had to get to anton gallegos and uh and then the the last guy was uh
1: guzman was he the the main one
0: i think so all right the the senator or whatever he was or he had some kind of political ties
1: yeah um was it was he the one they were saying they wanted him to run for president?
0: Yeah, that guy, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean there was all kinds of dirt in this. But I mean, I know some people don't think it this happens or it's true, but this movie was all too true. <laughs> I mean, politicians and lawyers and and dirty cops, I mean, everybody was in this. And and it was all dealing with drugs. Um, I mean, who was a? Nino Brown said it best in um, New Jack City. He was like, "There, there ain't nobody's making machine guns or anything in, in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and there ain't no poppy fields uh, in the hood." And he goes, "All this stuff is brought in from other countries, and small-time dealers ain't the ones bringing them in. You get to all these big guys and all these people in the high-up positions, and mm-hmm. these big businessmen are the ones that are bringing it all in. I mean, some people may not think so, but." I mean I mean that shit is all too real i mean there's there's a lot of cover up going on in this country, and I'm sure as well as in other countries but um <clears throat> excuse me, uh but yeah, he was trying to just bring everyone down and and as as he's going along dealing with all these little shysty ass fools. what was the one dude's name uh he was in oh uh, Eddie? yeah, he was in a ton of movies <laughs> as well,
0: yeah he's I don't know how to put... I'll put this delic- delicately. He's always like the whitest <laughs> acting black man in the movie. Uh, I, I, that's just his role. He always plays. He kind of plays that... He plays a real good uh, Roger Guinevere Smith. Yeah. I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> but yeah, Eddie. Fast talking Eddie. You, you knew as the minute you were introduced to this character that... He was gonna die.
1: Well he was he was getting high on uh, on his own supply and it was it was just it was getting the best of him.
0: Uh with the with the one white chick and the
1: Yeah. I mean, he called his doobie and Because <laughs> when um uh John had to go get him, he was like in that crack house. And I was like, Man, <laughs> I mean that's how far I mean he's supposed to be selling it for for uh um keep wanting to say barbosa was that his name yes. yes
0: i think i got it it's barbosa guzman and i think gallegos was the last one all right so um okay he was supposed but to... i think i think he i think eddie worked for uh jeff goldblum though
1: oh that's right okay jeff go yeah he eddie worked for jeff goldblum and joke get jeff goldblum worked for barbosa yeah. Okay. Uh, David Jason was Jeff Goldblum. So okay. Yeah. So that for Eddie, man, he was just. He, I loved him best as um I can't remember his name and do the right thing. He was the guy that had that real stuttering problem, but um yeah he's been in a ton of films and yeah I I understand he's the uh <laughs> <laughs> my friend uh, he calls him man that's that Oreo dude <laughs> so. <laughs> For those of you that don't know that term, look it up. <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean, but he's a good actor, man. I mean, everything I've seen him in, he's he's always done good. So I mean he, he does he does these I don't want to say he's typecasted, but it seems he's always fallen into these little uh shady character roles. But yeah, because they have to deal with him because like I said, he's getting high and uh not really I mean he's selling it, but he's doing more than he's selling. Cause he always end up owing these guys, and they they had to basically. Did they just beat the hell out of him, or did they kill him? Because Barbosa started beating his ass with that uh, pool cue.
0: I think he beat him to death, and I think he was going to continue to beat him until Gopher had told him to stop.
1: Another question was: um, Was Gopher just Barbosa's little sidekick, or was that like his his lover?
0: I don't know. Cause I always kind of had that feeling, but then they get Gopher a stripper for his birthday dinner. <laughs> so I was confused, but I, I don't know. Maybe Gopher likes a little bit of everything, but I also kind of felt like he had a hand in the business. Cause he, cause later on he, he gives, uh, um, David and, uh, John, uh, some information that, that he knew about how much was, how much money was really owed. And so it, he had some kind of hand in the business.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, he had to, have, I mean, I can't, I don't know exactly what uh, his part in the whole uh, organization of Barbosa's crew, because Barbosa was the leader and then seemed like Gopher was a little sidekick. And then he had all his little, his little hitmen uh surrounding him, which none of them did anything really. Nope. nope. <laughs> they were just standing around. Um, so uh, uh David, Jeff Goldblum, he was just starting to get greedy uh with that. Um John Hole, Lawrence Fishburne, he was just trying to get through all these little small time guys to get to the main dude, which was mm-hmm. uh wasn't Guzman. Who who was the main dude? I think.
0: Gallegos. Gallegos.
1: Okay, they, he was just trying to get to him because Gallegos was the one that was the main supplier uh, of everything. Um, and Jason, David, Jason, Jeff Goldblum, he was trying to come up with this new. Well, he did. They he came up with a new synthetic drug thing. Um, because I guess they were because they, they were breaking it down. They say when when you sniff coke and everything. Um, uh, I've never tried it, but. It uh, it said it did this to you. It did that. Got you high, and it, and it just made you like worthless. He goes, but this new synthetic drug that they were making, they were adding something to the coke to make it to where you can continue to to function better. He goes, yeah, man, you can snort this at work and and still be good and, and keep on working. So David was trying to get that that money and get that connection uh, with the head drug lord. Were they from Columbia or where were they from?
0: I think so. But, yeah, they, they weren't really down with the synthetic Coke. No, they just wanted the real stuff. I think that guy created the Coke for a uh, class of 1999, what they was using. Oh,
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what did they call that?
0: I, I don't even know. Something stupid. <laughs> you, you know, when it's one of those futuristic gang type movies there's always a drug just like robocop 2 was like nuke
1: and that uh stuff in dread um oh uh what the fuck was it called i just remember it slowed everything down
0: yeah which i don't know that didn't seem fun Uh,
1: speaking of that did you uh did you get the steelbook
0: yeah, I got I I pre-ordered it, but I gotta go pick it up because they weren't delivering. So, but
1: yeah, I got I got a copy. All the pre-orders were done in my area. I just had to order it. They're gonna send it to me though. So hopefully, they told me I had to come pick that shit up. No, they told they said all the pre-orders sold out, and they're uh, I don't know wherever they're coming from. They're they're gonna send me one. So, okay, good. As long as I have it, and it better not yeah. be crushed. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was that's what David and those guys were trying. He was trying to make uh, his millions with or more millions, billions, but, uh, with his synthetic shit. But uh, everyone else was like, "No, nah, they they weren't having it." But so they, so David and and John were trying to be the ones to take out all the competition to get to the main drug dealer to help to, to basically try to talk him into like, here, we'll, we'll supply you all this. Uh, we'll give you this much money and you supplies was the Coke and we're going to add it. And then we're going to make more money. So that, that was the whole plan that, that David wanted. And, and John's, his thing was just to, to bring down the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. But, um, John had to keep checking in with, um, the, the DEA agent guy, um, was his Carver. Name Carver to 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 report to him on everything cuz he will cuz when he, in the beginning when he was small time they were giving him money and he was just buying like this little nick, nickel and dime shit and uh mm-hmm. slinging all that and there was like well you need to bring bring in big money cuz right now you're not getting anywhere with this little bullshit that that you're doing so that's when he started looking around and trying to see who these main players were
0: yeah, which, which but at this time you kind of start wondering about Carver because there was a lot of stuff he knew before John told him, and he would just say, "Oh, I know I'm God, I know everything."
1: Yeah, I mean, you just knew he was dirty. I mean, because uh, of I mean the the stuff that he was saying uh, to John and everything, so he was like, "All right, man, whatever." But he was still, John was still out there trying trying to do it, uh, mainly trying to get. Uh, in with the with the main guys to to get up to the top, so that's why because when he joined up because um he didn't even David didn't even want him at first because when when Eddie brought him to him to like yeah man this guy's gonna help us sell and J- David just looked at him he's a cop and they were like nah <laughs> I mean but he he was straight up about it so but then he kind of slowly started to trust him and he started uh, helping out. With all that, and other than taking out uh, Eddie, because I mean he did re- tell them, like, "Man, this guy's just crackhead." So I mean, we should mm-hmm. we should get rid of him. And then uh, he owed him all kinds of money because that's when, um, uh, what's his face, Barbosa was 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 telling him, "Like, well, you owe me some money, and uh, I know you don't have it." So that's when he that's when he fucking just beat the shit out of him and and killed him.
0: <laughs> I like how Eddie. Tried to stab him with a fork real quick. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was scared. <laughs> and, then, and then apologized after. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I know. I mean, you can try to kill someone. Don't no stab him in the shoulder. I mean, you can stab him in the head or in the eyes or something. <laughs> so he, Eddie was out of the way. Uh, John was starting to move up. Uh, but it still seemed like nobody was was, was trusting him. Because uh, Barbosa isn't like, all right, that's... That's that's David's guy. So let's let them deal with it. Because he was slowly trying to get around. And then they were telling him. They were telling him, Oh, there was. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Clarence Williams III, uh Taft. He was um, just, I assume, just a narcotics officer. And he was trying to also bring down uh, all the drug dealers. And then the thing that was weird about that, which always never really made sense to me. They never tried to hide the cops they were always out in the open watching them yeah. because was that, there was that one scene when, when John was uh, divvying up or, or he, no, he wasn't dealing. He was just talking to all his, his, uh, his sellers. Uh, and then he kind of got in his car and he looked over and he saw um, Taft and, and his other officers uh, hanging out and he just kind of gave him the peace sign and, and then drove off. So it's like they knew the cops were on them, but just didn't, I don't know why they never really tried to hide. They were always out in the open because he does come up to them and have a conversation with them to to Yeah, he was he was trying to tell them to to stop it, wasn't he? Yeah, he
0: was uh trying to basically what John really believed in Outside of uh, his undercover work, he was he was basically trying to you know explain that, and he was also you know he's a religious man preaching to him, gave him a little mini Bible and stuff
1: like that. So, but but once John uh, was getting into it, and he started realizing that um, Barbosa just wasn't wasn't having it with them, so. Uh, I think that's when uh, D- David realized that they, okay, they're, they're not going to go along with us. So I think we need to just stop them because they were trying to, um, they were doing a uh, a buy and um, they found out that Barbosa was working with the cops and, mm-hmm. and he was wired uh, for sound and everything. So <laughs> they, uh, they all just took off because all the cops and everybody was there and then they, they all went chasing after him. Uh, this part always makes me laugh. Um, when they, when
0: Larry Fishburne screamed
1: that? <laughs> and they, uh, uh, uh David grabs Barbosa and throws him in the limo, and like this fucking you motherfucker, you set us up. And he starts shooting him in the leg and, and trying to get him to just jump out of the limo, and uh he won't, and all that. So, but he ends up shooting him a couple times, like in the, in the hand and in in the knees, and then he throws him out. But he falls out and rolls, but the cops are like hot on their ass, and they come around the corner and they don't. Well, they were in a tunnel, and I don't know how how did they not see him, and they blah blasted into him, and he goes flying up. But I don't even think they stopped. No, they didn't. They just no, they they they. I think that one after it hit him and slammed on the brakes. And that other one slammed in behind it, and those two cop cars crashed. Uh, but uh, John and uh, and David and and that other chick just kept hauling ass. And Jeff Goldblum, uh, David, he's you like, know, "Oh, you motherfucker!" It's it, yeah, it sounded so That stupid. is my
0: favorite part. He said, "What did he say?" Next time I'll have you over for some jumbo barbecue shrimp. You motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it didn't sound right. They should have. They should have took a another. And take then John, hour. for some reason, is like, ah, David. <laughs> so, David, what are you doing? And he's here. He's trying to haul ass in his limo with the cops on on his ass and everything. But um, I think I don't think John wanted Barbosa dead. I think he just wanted to 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 bring him in but David was too far gone. I mean, he was yeah, he he crossed that line. He wanted to be the next um I guess Barbosa uh, of LA. Um so, yeah, cuz he
0: he told his wife he 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 wanted his cake and eat it too. That's what he wanted. Yeah, so
1: because his wife, David's wife even told me you look, man, you need you need to stop this. Let's let's just move somewhere else. But um when you get greedy and and everything and that's when everything starts to fall apart <laughs> and and that's what was happening uh, with david because he was he was it seemed like he was losing john and um what was the uh young black lady's name uh
0: yeah i, I forget about her she's kind of uh
1: betty okay i just remember her from um the hell was that I just watched it. Eddie Murphy, Ricochet. No, coming to America. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and she—that's why she wasn't a uh, Ricochet. Did you
0: you watch the new one?
1: It, it would have been funnier if it was rated R. <laughs> but <sighs> it started out good, and then it just eh, kind of fizzled out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah maybe we'll talk about that one one day. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It started. Well, he it was, got paid for yeah, it. Yeah, it was a good idea. I mean, it was good to see everybody come back into it. Uh, that's what I enjoyed. But the ending kind of like, hey, it just fell apart at the end. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> the coming to America. Check it out. Streaming on Amazon. So once uh, Barbosa was gone, David and, and and John were on the run because the cops know now where they are. But um. It, they, they took all the money from, uh, from uh, Barbosa, right? Yeah. Okay. So they had all that money, that big old van full of money. And um, that's when they had, uh, what's his name? Gopher. That's when they pulled yep. him in and said, all right, man, well, basically, what do you know? So he told him uh, what the situation was and, and his part in uh, Barbosa's uh, empire.
0: Yeah, and he he let him because the the David said uh, the guy said we owe this much, and then he was the gopher was like, no, not even close. The, 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 he, he's gonna kill you guys.
1: Yeah, so that's when they uh, well, you know what? Set it up we'll set up a meeting uh, with the higher ups, and uh, we'll try to. Uh, that was when David was trying to. Tell them about his new synthetic drug that he wanted, but um, uh, I liked. Uh, well, oh, well, before all, before all that, uh, before that big meetup, um, that's when uh, uh, uh John went back to uh, was it Culver. Was that his name? Car- Carver. Carver. When he went to him and told him what was going on, that's when Carver was like, "You cannot be a part of this," because he told him, "Don't go to that deal." Because they knew the cops uh, were going to bust um, uh, They were, like, basically they were going to bring David down because they were going to use Barbosa to do it. Because they told him he told him don't go to that deal. Don't if you, you're going to fuck it all up for us. So don't go. But he was like, man he had to be there so he can basically show his face so, so everyone can trust him. But and then that all messed up because um, he was yelling at him like, oh man, you're, you're fucking this all up. And then that's when uh, John was realizing, like, what the fuck am I doing? He goes, I, I've been, I've been killing, I've been selling drugs to to everybody, and and that's when he just lost it and said, you know what, I quit. He d- didn't want to be a cop anymore. He was like, man, I mean, I loved all the 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 um, the narration he was giving throughout the whole film, mm-hmm. basically saying that. Look man, I can make more money uh selling drugs. He goes, "You he was, he was yelling at him, you turned me into a drug dealer." And and then he's like, "Man, I I don't need you. I, I can I can make my own money doing all this." And then um cuz he said he'd never never drank and and he never did drugs. So he was like so mad at the uh, basically at the DEA and what they did to him. I man, him pulling him into this. And making him do their dirty work. So that's when he was like, fuck it. And he started drinking, started snorting coke and everything. Uh, I thought he was just going to, like, go deep, deep into it and just fuck the police and, and just be the the new drug lord of L.A. That, that's what I thought he was going to, because he was like, because when they found him, he was sitting in that bar and they were like, man, you're all fucked up. And you can see it, man. He looked like he hadn't slept and he was all coked up and <laughs> drunk. <laughs>
0: He's a dedicated actor.
1: (laughs) So, but um, they—that's when David was telling, "Look, all right, it's all set up. We're going to go do it." Um, Taft was still kind of keeping tabs on on John and everything, and when every they had multiple conversations throughout the film. I mean, because he knew that he was doing dirty, and he was trying to tell him to, "Come on, man, you don't need this." I mean, I mean, that, I thought that was cool, though, about that, about that, a police officer, uh, Clarence Williams, telling him, telling John, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, to because uh, he obviously seen him out there doing dirt and out there selling drugs and everything. But he was. Uh, I don't know why he kept trying to help him get out of it.
0: Well, uh, he had that line where I think I, I forgot which conversation, but. uh John had said one of his uh, his little quotes or whatever, and Taft was like, "You and me are one and the same." So I think he felt like he had they had some kind of connection.
1: Yeah, so I mean that that's what I loved about his character. Um, so we get to the main uh, big deal at the end. Taft is, is creeping around in the shadows, so he's watching. Um, but before the the bigwigs, the the the, the Colombian drug lord guys show up. They had gopher with a video camera. All right. And here, just, you know what to do. Go, go hide. So that's when John and David uh, meet up with, um, who was it? Who was the main guy keeper getting? Uh, Guzman. Guzman to meet up with them and, uh, his whole crew. I mean, he came prepared, uh, limos, everything. And a whole army uh, of guys, uh, down at the docks. And they was like, well, "All right, well, what are we what are we doing here?" And that's when they told him about the new drug. Uh, and they told him, "Well, here, okay, here's the here's basically the here's the blueprints for it. Uh, this is what we want to do, and here's a sample because they all tried it." And <laughs> I remember that one, one of his little side guys was like, "Yeah, buy it."
0: <laughs> yeah, because he does it, and then he's like,
1: uh, and then he looks
0: at goosebump's like, "Yeah." <laughs>
1: So I mean they they were getting ready to 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 be partners with David and John but uh what's his name Taft was just not not a good uh a good hider <laughs> cuz they found him but but, be, <laughs> but before they found him he got on his radio and was trying to call in for backup what what was up with the cops not wanting to uh send backup I
0: chalked it up, you know, after all these rewatches, I just chalked it up to uh, police was in on this or, you know, somebody in the police department was in on this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it was probably, um, what's his name? Carver. Yeah. It was probably him telling them all that. So that he was like, fuck, man, I'm here by myself. So I think uh, eventually uh, backup was coming. But once they pulled him in and they found him, uh, the, they were was a guzman guzman's guys they were speaking spanish and then they were like all right let's go and they were like what the fuck david and john are like what the fuck's happening and then they left and that's when they went out by the cars and that's when they pulled out taft and they were like all right here he is and uh he's a police and then they were like all right we got to get out of here but then that's when it was like you guys are all under arrest this and that and he's like i don't know what you're talking about we're just down here and um and he goes, well, what about your money? And he's like, I don't know, what's, I don't know what money. I don't know what you're talking about. We're, we're just here because
0: yeah. <laughs> he he pulled the old diplomatic immunity thing. Which somebody let us know, or I don't know if you know, but can you really just do whatever you want and then
1: just claim diplomatic immunity? I don't know. I just learned that from Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I know. Because yeah, when when Taff was calling in, he was like, yeah, man, they got diplomatic plates. Uh, and this and that. So I mean, he he realized who they were, but uh, they were like, "Nah, man, we're we're just here. We're just here hanging out. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about." And then um, they did he kill him? Uh, Taft? No, no, because uh, uh, what's his name shot him? Um, yeah. Oh, Guzman. Yeah. No. The uh, 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 David shot Taft. Yeah, or did Guzman's guys kill him or shoot him up first? He was. The,
0: Taff was telling them how I'm gonna arrest you, and Guzman was just like, "No, you're not." And they just got in their limo and left.
1: So nothing happened to them, right? No. Oh no, that's, that, that's the- right. They left. Yeah, and then that's when Taff was, "All uh, right, oh, you guys are under arrest, man. Back up to be here any minute now because you can hear the the sirens coming." And that's when David just she blasts uh taff and he goes down and john just oh,
0: david yeah. what did you do yeah david you shouldn't have done that <laughs> oh, like, uh, oh no it's not looking good for you david yeah
1: because he was just like oh man and then david was like come on fuck him man let's go and then uh he walks or no uh David goes to the van. He was getting ready to get it, and goes like, come on, man, let's go. And John grabs uh, Taft's radio and starts, we got a code three. We need ambulance and and this and that. And he was and then he was looking at me. He goes, oh, David, I'm a cop. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, I'm a cop. (laughs) And he was like, oh, this is
0: probably the one thing I don't get. He just you just watched him call in officer down. Yeah. And then you just like what? you're a what you're why are you questioning it? Neither shoot him or try to get away something. But you know the reflex was too slow or something.
1: Because he he just um or he walks up on him and and the uh, Tav is already full of holes and he pumps mm-hmm. in one more into him and then and that that's what kills him. And that's when uh, John gets up and they kind of have their little their little showdown. And then um. That's right. Uh, he killed him. He sh- he shoots uh, David in the chest a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you think it, it was
0: uh, ego? Why David didn't leave? Because how he in the beginning thought John was a cop.
1: I I think he was probably high as fuck <laughs> on yeah, whatever yeah. whatever he was trying to slang, but um. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get why he just didn't. I mean, he saw it. He saw him call it in and, and everything, and and he flat out told him I'm a cop. I don't know why he just didn't unload on John and and just get in the van and, and take off. But but I just I just figured he was so so far gone and so fucked up and just so much happened so so fast. Uh, I just assumed that he's had a brain fart and and didn't really know what to do because he was like, "No, nah, you you're you're not. Come on, just get in the car and let's go." And then yeah, because
0: that- he was kind of like, I think he he even said like, "That doesn't matter. Just let's go." Like, I don't know. It was it was kind of weird. It was kind of because it, it kind of does matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh the cops all show up and then uh they. I don't think they arrested uh, John because I think that is when when the DEA guy guys stepped in and um, they told him. I mean, uh, Carver told him said, "Look, man, you're you're gonna have to go in in front of that, in front of those judges, and uh, tell everyone what happened." And he goes, "But wh- what we want you to do is <laughs> to go in there and just uh, tell him the to tell him your assignment to, and make us look good." So he was like, "All right." And then, but then I loved how he was. You know what? I want this, and I want this, and I want that, and I want it all in writing, and I want my yeah, lawyer to
0: look over it. Because they didn't want him to give up uh, Guzman. Uh uh-uh. uh. 'Cause Because they were working with him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because
1: uh, the guy, yeah, because they were the ones that saying they they want him to him to run for president or something. Mm-hmm. So there were that's why the DEA was in on it with uh, with Guzman and those guys. So he went in there, I mean, when John was sitting there in the court, and he did tell him, look, okay, this is what I was supposed to do, and this is what I did, and that's it. I mean, the, the DEA's department, the department, they, they they, they look like the heroes. But then that's when he turned around to uh, Gopher and he said, Here, give me the tape, and then he goes, all right. Yeah,
0: the real MVP of the movie, Gopher. <laughs> yeah. Even though he was sleeping in court, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, Stephen produces a videotape of the incriminating conversation with Guzman at the shipyard during his testimony to the House Judicious... whatever, subcommittee, uh, <laughs> ruining the State Department's intentions along with Guzman and Carver's careers. <laughs> so, said later, the he completes with what, To do with eleven? Okay, that's for something else. But yeah, so that tape basically showed uh, Guzman was dirty, and because they they, in the video when they showed man, you see them sniffing that coke uh, (laughs) and everything. So that's when he told him, "Look, yeah, this is uh, this is the, the DEA and Guzman were in cahoots." I loved how that one guy was like, "No, this is this is all nothing. We just we're just gonna seize that tape." And he said, "Yeah, go ahead, seize that tape." He was like, "Go ahead. There's been dupe There's been copies, and they're already been uh, distributed to the to the news." <laughs> so
0: I want to know that guy's story because yeah. he was like, "Get
1: that tape." So he was, was ob- like, he was obviously <laughs> in on it too. So I mean. So I mean, and that that was that was it for them. I mean they were pretty much all those people were going down uh the carver and and whoever else was involved and whoever that one guy was speaking up, screaming grab that tape and uh, as well as Guzman and and his crew i mean they all they were all going down um do you think he continued to be a cop, or was that it? this is the end of his career?
0: Well, it says uh he kept uh, $11 million of Gallegos' money, so
1: um,
0: I don't know. Because, I mean... And he, he had the little boy, too.
1: Well, that's right, because uh, the, the mom died. She yeah, overdosed, yeah, so. so he had him. But, I mean, they, they told him, because they were saying, yeah, and he goes, well, what what'd you do with uh, all that money? Because they were saying some of it was missing. And then he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, <laughs> he ended up keeping uh, $11 million, and he was like, if... I give it back to them I'm a I'm a fool or uh if I keep it I'm I'm a fool if I try to do good with it um he was like I don't know it's I think that's what he was going to try to do eventually so I okay I assume at this point he was just uh his career as a police officer was done but he had 11 million dollars but mm-hmm. I, I don't think he could run around and spend it cuz I think yeah, that's when they would probably come after him so I think he was uh, gonna do good with it. Give it to, I don't know, children's homes and all that. So, but uh, yeah, he ends up uh, walking off into the sunset with Betty and that, that little kid. Betty, uh, which she was just, um, she worked for David, and she was laundering, money laundering Yeah, she yeah. was laundering all the money uh, because that's what they were. That's what they were gonna get her for. <laughs> They said, "Look, man, she was laundering all this money. We're bringing her down too." But then that's when John goes, "Nope, she needs to be let go and everything as well before I say anything." So they were like, "All right." So that's they agreed. So she got, she got let go and everything. So
0: yeah, and she better stay with him for because he, for not knowing her that long, he put a lot on the line because she
1: was straight up with him in the beginning. Because I don't trust you. Yeah, I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but this movie is awesome. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. ran through the, the, the basic points of, of the film, but it's this film is just a timeless classic. Um, I don't know how much it cost to make it, but they said it boxed off. It's $16.6 million. So, is New Line Cinema still around? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen them in a while, but... Well, we haven't been to movies in a while, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully uh by maybe a year or so will it'll calm down and get back into the theater but
0: uh New Line Cinemas is a part of Warner Brother Pictures.
1: Uh, you guys are crooks too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um this movie's awesome. I mean, I love it. It's definitely a uh, a true 90s classic and uh just another awesome film that uh, Lawrence Fishburne was a part of uh, again i would say this is probably my favorite film with him him as well as jeff goldblum for jeff goldblum when again when you see him you just see the, the the comedic side of him but i mean he did do some some uh some edgy roles cuz he was in the very first death wish and he was one of the the little street toughs that that raped uh, charles bronson's uh daughter in the beginning of the film so, Wasn't he like credited as like rapist or something? Yeah, I think so. And he he was also um, I just oh he was freak number one. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched um, uh, Donald Sutherland, Darren Nimoy, San Francisco uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm. Uh, he was in that too. I mean, Jeff Goldblum has aged well. I mean, I don't think he went under the knife for any plastic surgery, but yeah, his hair got gray, but he. Almost looks the same. That was when I, mm-hmm. when I first seen them, but this film's awesome. Um, where was it streaming again? I don't remember.
0: Uh, <laughs> Cinemax. Cinemax or stars, but I'm going to say Cinemax.
1: Yeah. One of them, but <sighs> all right, everyone, this was, uh, Brian's pick. So I am gonna give you my pick for the next, uh, stream fiends. Let me see if I can, uh, find it again alright well here it is it's on uh, it's free but with ads on uh, IMDB TV Hmm. Um, and this is the 1990 stick it in the 90s Uh, 1990 Christopher Walken and Lawrence Fishburne classic uh, King of New York Um, I have not seen this in a while
0: But, That's funny. That was my next pick.
1: Because <laughs> uh, no, this came out after. Oh, no, no, no. King in no- King in New York was before uh, Deep Cover. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have not seen that again, it's streaming on IMDb. IMDb TV um, with ads. Um, I don't think they go overboard with the ads. I know in the beginning there's there's a few, but once uh, you start watching films, that they, they kind of just go away. So. Um, but the movie isn't very long. It's only an hour and 43 minutes. But uh, this is definitely one. I mean, I think this one was uh, one of the uh, old school blockbuster um, rentals. Because I remember... Well, shit, I don't even want to get into I'll get into it when we <laughs> start talking about it. But yeah, uh, King of New York uh, is uh, for the next uh, Stream Fiends. So... Uh, as far as E-Society, we just dropped uh, our episode uh, 212 as well as our, our episode for Up to the Challenge. I believe that was episode 28. Um, for those of you that downloaded the, the first go-around, the audio was just shit. I mean, it sounded good in the beginning, but then we started we started to talk on top of each other. So I was like, uh oh, So I had to take it down, re-edit it. Now it sounds better. So for those of you that downloaded it already, download it again and you can hear it. will It'll sound... A million times better. So, uh, as well as our our new episode, um, we got another episode coming. Um, uh, love Society Three, kind of our up to the challenge deal with uh, the ZZ's daughter. Uh, when we tackle uh, love story movies, so that's coming. Um, Magnus podcasts. Uh, just trying to work out some times for, for interviews. I got like three or four interviews lined up just got to sit down and figure out who's can do it first and, and all this so that's coming everyone just hang on and uh yeah that's it um uh, yeah that's all i gotta say uh, but everyone thank you for listening to everything we brian and i have done so far here uh, on the horror returns network be it action returns uh our our bonus episodes definitely check that one out if you guys haven't heard it when we talked about the funeral home I ended up watching that again because I I was kind of confused with the ending and I'm still confused (laughs) but it's a good movie everyone definitely check that out and uh, yeah that's it for me so um, just be safe out there and uh, party on
0: yeah uh, by the time you hear this you would have already heard our March Madness episode I believe (laughs) it's called second best worst movie got a little confusing to me i apologize everybody i was a stand-in for somebody else so i did my best and next episode for the horror returns uh we're gonna tackle the new wrong uh, wrong turn movie which i got some some things to say about that movie so (laughs) until next time everybody stay safe